Welcome to the Ordinary Day Podcast. I'm Diane. And I am Pete. And we are back. It feels like we haven't been doing this That's in a while. That's because it has been a while, like three weeks and mm-hmm. a couple days. Just time flew by and we were occupied. Yeah, it wasn't like a conscious, oh, let's take an absence from our, our podcast. Mm-hmm. Let's take a break or whatever. It was just... Uh, I don't know. It seems like a couple days ago we were at the video game um, orchestra, and that's what we were talking about in the last por- uh, podcast. But that was three weeks ago. I know. It just feels yeah. There's been lots of activities happening on the weekends and such. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, we're back. We have an evening. We have an evening, and we're going to talk about what we've been up to. I guess. And, yeah. Uh, that's probably about it. I think so. Yeah. Um, it, it is funny to sort of introduce it. I do remember. We were at your brother's birthday party, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, what's going on with you guys? What are you doing? And, and we're like, oh, we're catching up. We haven't seen each other for like three days. <laughs> <laughs> we actually don't know what's going on with each yeah. other. <laughs> yeah, so we, were, we took that opportunity to uh, catch up. Mm-hmm. You know, where most, most of the time you go to parties to socialize with others, but no. Which we did do. Yeah, yeah, I bet. We did. Um, yeah. I feel like I want to give a job update because I've been there for quite some time now and I'm getting kind of an idea, a handle on things. Cool. Let's do that. Let's do a job update. Yeah. Uh, so been there for about three months now, I guess. One, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. Over three months now. Um And while the first period of time seemed to be more training and getting myself up to speed, now I feel like I'm getting uh, more involved in projects and things. I've been kind of explaining this to a lot of friends in that a lot of what my role is, is consulting with departments and programs when they want to make changes and what kind of changes those could be. So that doesn't just mean that I will start a job and automatically people will come to me. Like there was a lot of projects that were already ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started to get invited to the meetings and it was a lot of just trying to figure out what is going on and trying to catch myself up without having to make them do like a meeting where it's just bringing Diane up to speed. Like that yeah, didn't yeah. seem necessary. Yeah. So we just had a big meeting today with um, kind of some senior directors proposing this project and this change um, to a program. And this was kind of where I actually felt like I could provide some input or some clarification because I've been to like three or four meetings about this project now. So I have a handle on what's going on and feel like I'm able to at least explain what we're doing and what some of the background or rationale is. Um, So I feel like that's where I'm kind of at is that now I feel like I can start providing some input and being a not just silent person on the sideline sort of deal. Um, have you started any projects like from the beginning yet? Or are you still just picking up from what's been left for you kind of thing? I would still say I'm picking up. Um, there was a one of the faculty that was working with my office mate and he's kind of brought me in on this project for kind of phase two, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, So still kind of feels like I'm coming into a project that's already been ongoing for a while, but yet we're starting to do some new things with it. Um, So starting to see some new things. And 
kind of what I was thinking. One of my goals or ideas for this month really was to try and kind of expand or do a little bit of marketing is not the right word, but kind of put myself out there a little bit more. Yeah. Um, there is a course that we're offering to faculty that's run online. And I think originally my director was going to kind of take it over because uh, the person that I uh, replaced, that was her course. And they didn't just want to kind of have me <laughs> come in fresh and just <laughs> lead a course. Right. Um, but a lot of the course is kind of self-directed learning. And it's using the program that I'm now quite familiar with. So I feel like maybe I could start in there and just kind of send emails, offering faculty support if they're getting stuck in certain areas, help them move through it, motivate them a little bit. It's self-directed, so it's hard to do that sometimes when you just kind of have a whole year to finish (laughs) a bunch of modules. What I like about this is there are an incredible amount of parallels to what's going on with your new job, to what happened to me in my new job. Mm -hmm. Um, And I almost feel like, and this is great that we have a podcast, but maybe we should almost document these parallels. Because if if it can apply for you in the science field and teaching Mm -hmm. and apply to me in design and marketing, then obviously it can apply to a lot of job places, I would assume. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I was thinking specifically, uh, what you just brought up is how you talked about like marketing yourself. And there was a point uh, quite a few months in where I decided, hey, I want to do a, a presentation for the team to sort of show my history, some things that I had done in the past and what I'm sort of capable of so that we can sort of ha- open a dialogue. Um, I'm still not entirely familiar with your guys' company and how you guys do your things. Mm-hmm. But I have a lot of ideas on how I used to do things. So maybe if I show you some of the cool stuff I did before, you can tell me how this might apply to your uh, business. Um, and that was huge. That, mm-hmm. that helped specifically with uh, one of the employees I worked with who had who had been there the longest, actually, um, who almost looked at me like too much of like, I'm the new guy and I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. And I need, I felt like I needed to prove myself. And and after that meeting, mm-hmm. we're like best friends now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I got over that hump of, Oh, you're legit. Like, you know, Oh, you do know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and also this person um, wasn't around during my hiring process. So right, she wasn't yeah. there for all the interviews. So it was a really good uh, moment for me to uh, sort of express and get out this is my thoughts. This is the way I, I think of things. And then uh, open up the conversation. Like, So if you guys are working on our project and you're like, oh, I could use application development or stuff like you did there with da- database development, uh, that would be really cool for us and or digital signage program that I developed. So it really opened up the, that door and um, reestablished my qualifications. And since then... Also, with time, you know, because I've mm-hmm. been there for uh, almost nine months. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the exciting part is when I started to get jobs that I started. Yeah. And we're no longer finishing off or we're related to jobs that were, you know, in limbo or whatever that came back. Or, or we did this last year. This is how we did it last year. Like we're starting to see new stuff, right? For sure. And I'm loving that because that's where... I get to come in at the head and be like, this is how I would do it. And then that's the way we get things done. And there's no like preconceived notion on it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think um, kind of playing to that, I was just meeting a friend for dinner and we've both done PhDs. So we both, and we're both not in academia. So we're both kind of along the same page with a lot of things. Uh, and I feel very comfortable just talking to her about like what's going on and how I'm feeling about this. Um, and I've kind of come to the realization that one of the things that I'm really missing is being the expert person. Yeah. So not so much like, like I don't miss being in the lab and doing lab stuff and staying for 12 hours a day. Don't miss that. Good. <laughs> um, feeling very uh, like intellectually stimulated in my job and outside of my job as well. But what I really miss is I'm kind of just quietly on the sideline and I feel like I don't have anything to add, mainly because I'm not sure what's going on and I'm getting myself caught up. But also kind of what to you were saying is people just don't know what my skill set is and what I can do. Um, There is a person with a PhD in the room next door and she's writing a paper and um, or she's writing a proposal that involves some statistical work. And she's like, can you just like look it over just for a second set of eyes? Because she knows what my background is. Um, so yeah, I think that's really kind of what I'm missing is I really liked the role that I had in being a support person and helping to problem solve. And I don't get to do that as much right now because I'm trying to still learn everything. Yeah. But you almost have to accelerate it too, because yeah, I mean, you're, you have a limited time there, so you can't spend the entire time slowly building up to this is what I can do. And it's like, well, see ya. I'm done now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Thinking now what kinds of things I can start to do. It's also very interesting in that my director, I remember she came into the office on Friday just to kind of say hello. And she was kind of like, oh, what are you working on? And to me, when I think of like a job and think of the fact that I have a director, I feel like my director will be bestowing on me all of these tasks that I need to do. But that's not really how our team works. We very much have different things that we work on and different specific tasks, even though she kind of has, I don't know, she's my director. We're working on different projects. So she oftentimes doesn't know what I'm doing because I'm independently working on other things. So I'm also kind of getting comfortable. Um, like I'm, I'm not shy from doing independent work. My entire like research career was practically independent work and having to kind of decide what needs to needs to be done next and how to organize that. So I'm kind of getting used to the idea that I can do some independent work in my role right now. It just has to be under kind of specific um priorities of our group as long as it's aligning kind of with those then they're appropriate work for me to be doing and i don't need to kind of clear it with the upper levels Mm -hmm. per se yeah well yeah it's it's both ways the the company needs to get comfortable with you and you need to get comfortable with the company Mm -hmm. so I, i feel like you guys you're at that cusp now at least which is great it sounds like you're, you understand your role, you're getting jobs now, like you're, you're spending less time uh, preparing and learning yeah. about things than actually doing work. So mm-hmm. that's great. That's wonderful news. Mm-hmm. So what is new with you? What have you been up to? Well, let's talk about the apartment because uh, yes. that, that is shiny, shiny news because that happened today. And what a story. And... <laughs> I guess it's a long story because we've been at this apartment for, well, five and a half years now, I mm-hmm. guess. Or, well, we're, we're getting close to six. It'll be six in September. Yep. So, um, 
yeah, it's got a long history. We've been here for a long time. And, and I do remember uh, that there were some initial problems we learned very quickly when we moved in. And uh, as time passed, more and more things just sort of started to break. And that's, you know, that's what life is, right? Mm-hmm. So I think two years ago, we actually wrote a formal letter to our superintendent, Mm -hmm. Uh, hoping it would be forwarded on to the necessary people to get the work done. Mm -hmm. But uh, there were a few problems. One was our uh, bathroom sink only shoots hot water, which is a fun thing for our guests to discover. Mm -hmm. Although it's not immediate. It takes a while for it to heat up, so usually people don't even notice. Yeah. But if you turn on the cold tab... It it just dribbles. Right? It's a dribble, yeah. And and we have one of those double tap things. It's not one tap, so uh, yeah, that's a big one. Um, since when we moved in, the I, I like to call it a divot, but it's what a diverter. Diverter. The diverter in the bathtub, the little thing that allows you to switch between bath and shower mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it has a, a name. Who knew? <laughs> yeah, uh, that has never been able to switch so we made a executive decision when we moved in well we're more likely to take showers so i vice gripped that thing to stay (laughs) up and basically it would require a hammer to go back into a bath so we just Mm -hmm. had it permanently stuck in in a Mm -hmm. shower mode for Mm -hmm. the last five years yeah i just never took baths (laughs) yeah and uh and more recently, after five years, and, and you do a lovely job cleaning uh, the shower, but there's just some mold buildup. It happens. In the uh, caulking, and it was just starting to really bother you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it was th- black. Those were three things to address in the bathroom. Um, but also, uh, over the course of time, many of our closet doors have just removed themselves when we <laughs> open them. <laughs> So we just have open concept uh, closets now with no doors on them. Yeah, whenever guests would come over, we kind of have to like strategically prop things against the closet doors to keep them closed. <laughs> right, so they wouldn't fall out. Yeah. Or we just leave them open, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Gotten very used to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so randomly on uh, Friday, I was I was working from home and... I was getting a lot of stuff done, and uh, I was like, hey, I should call the landlord because they're right there, and this is something that hasn't been dealt with for uh, at least two years, Mm -hmm. and this is a great opportunity to take care of that. Mm -hmm. So you had rewritten a letter, which is great, and you gave me a timeline Mm -hmm. to talk to them. Mm -hmm. So I gave our not-so-superintendent a chat, a little call. And famously, every time I call this lady, it usually starts with a, <sighs> it's like, hi, um, can you take care of something for me? And then, and then it's followed by, a, uh, what, what do I have to do? Mm-hmm. Right. Which is part of the reason why it's probably taken us so long to follow up in our initial letter, because it can be very difficult to talk to them. Yes. Not to mention that they're only available during business hours. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the other thing, right? And so it was great. Mm-hmm. I was at home. I had time. And I was like, oh, I got to check this off the list. So uh, I'm like, hi. Uh, we wrote a letter like a couple years ago about problems with the apartment. And I was hoping to get them addressed, I guess, mm-hmm. I think is how I said it. And then it's like, what room number? Mm-hmm. 
and like go through all the things with her again. And then at one point she goes, oh yeah, this is on my file. The, yeah, the bathroom only cold water. And it's like only hot water. <laughs> like it's like some stats were there mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, so you have a file of this. How do I action these items? <laughs> I guess is my question. <laughs> right? Yeah. And she's like, well, if it's urgent, we can take care of it right away. I'm like, okay, how can I make it urgent? She's like, you need to write me a letter. I'm like, we already did that. <laughs> and write on it, it's urgent. And then I'll come in on Monday morning and we'll take care of it. Nice. So I took the letter you wrote. I wrote urgent on it and I stuck it in her mailbox like she asked. And yeah, she showed up this morning. And for, uh, I had to work from home again. So for like six hours of the day, Uh, the superintendent's husband, who was, I guess, their designated repairman, uh, took care of pretty much everything for like six hours. It was mm -hmm. incredible. I was working away while listening to a guy grunting <laughs> and making you know, noises of pain every once in a while. Like, oh, 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 <clears throat> for, yeah, for like hours. But it, it's done. We have a like a gloriously new looking bathroom. The uh, the the tap still does not shoot cold water, so a mm -hmm. plumber is coming tomorrow morning. Like, mm -hmm. man, this is turning around quickly. And even managed to get a couple of the uh, closet doors up too. So we got a lot done today. What do you think, honey? It's great. You were texting me today with updates and thinking and saying oh i should have taken before and after pictures yeah um yeah i think after i cleaned kind of the tile in the bathroom this weekend you could really notice that the caulking was pretty moldy and gross because the rest was pretty white <laughs> yeah and i'm really relieved about this because when i was talking to the not so superintendent on mm -hmm. friday she's like we're gonna have to schedule like if we're removing the tiles this is a big job And we're going to have to, like, close off your bathroom for a few mm -hmm. weeks. And we'll set you up with a second bathroom at a different apartment building. I was like, how's that going to work? That's interesting, though. Mm -hmm. uh, in the meantime, because it's, like, going to be shut down. So I'm relieved that today the husband showed up and was just like, no, nah, I can scrape it off. And he put a new one on. Yeah. And it wasn't. It didn't require uh, closing the thing off. Which was kind of nice because I was also thinking about that too and just thinking like, oh, there's going to be so much dust around and we just have a couple of bookshelves and everything is going to get so dirty. And I was kind of thinking, oh, it's going to be a huge pain. Uh, no, not too bad. It's, mm -hmm. it's pretty minimal. We should probably run the vacuum in the back. I don't know if you investigated enough, but there is a, a bit. Yeah, there's a pile of dust, but that's yeah. okay. That's very manageable. Mm -hmm. Um. And if I'm not mistaken, when the landlord was looking through the file, she kind of said, oh, yeah, it's here. I see your request. We just kind of forgot about it. Yeah, she did, yes, she did what say, she said? just call me and send me letters because I forget things. I uh, believe, yeah, she did okay. say that. So, yeah, it, uh, fine. It's our responsibility to bother them, but. But at the same time, is it like if you go and ask someone for something and you're like, hey, could you do this for me? And then they forget for two years. <laughs> is that acceptable? <laughs> I, I, I know. Well, I mean, I always say this, that I want to be a superintendent when I retire because it seems like the best job ever. You just 
the building gives you a place to live. You can downsize your house or whatever. The kids are off, right? We get we can get an apartment again, have it paid for, get by, and then uh, just not answer calls or do anything. It's great. Mm-hmm. Although I guess if you were the super, you would put your husband to work to do all the chores. Right. While uh, you sit around. Or I'd still be working because I've got some years to catch up. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, but uh, mm. that's done. You like it. It feels like a new apartment in some ways. Like we have a new bathroom. It does. It it's just looks glistening. so much better. Oh, it was getting real gross in there. It's got so some, much nicer. Got new taps. Mm-hmm. Moen, even. That's like a quality brand. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. And... Like, we can take baths. What? <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> I mean, we haven't tested it yet, but I assume it works. Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny? Send uh, them another letter. Uh, your repair did not work. <laughs> it does. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it doesn't even turn on the shower now. Who knows? There's now no cold water in your shower. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anywho, very thankful that you were able to take some time to deal with that. Yeah, and it's Excellent. it was the kind of thing that I was glad I was around for. I mean, he's fine and for all sure. that, but like, I think there were a couple of things. He did ask me some yeah. questions, and I had to, I had mm-hmm. to guide him to what was wrong. Like, mm-hmm. this is the other funny thing, and I was telling someone else about this that it's amusing to me. Superintendents don't ever think you're telling the truth. It's almost like. Oh, you come up with these elaborate stories? Like, right. Like, we have no cold water. They're like, of course you have cold water. Yeah. Like that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. I remember even in the first apartment I lived in, which was mm-hmm. a basement apartment, mm-hmm. and at one point the plumbing exploded, and yes. it, it broke the ceiling, and there was a giant hole in the ceiling. And a waterfall. And I told him about it, and he never, <laughs> ever dealt with it until the day I moved out, and he <laughs> brought in a new person mm-hmm. to, to, you know, come on in, move mm-hmm. in for the new tenant. And then he looks up, and he sees a giant hole in the ceiling. He's like... What? That was real? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Not was not exaggerating. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, same thing again. It's like, yeah, he, so he came in in the morning and he had to check to see that these things were actually problems and then he's like, "Oh boy. I'll be back in a couple <laughs> hours with all my tools." And uh yeah. Very efficient. Very efficient. I yeah. mean, there could be some people that just don't know how to do simple problem solving fixes. Or no. maybe he's, he's quite know. qualified. I would say he did a good job. No, I mean like he has to come in and double check that everything we're saying is true, and that it right. does require uh, some more muscle than maybe just pushing a button and fixing something. True, and that and that is what he discovered with the sink. Is he replaced everything, put in new pipes, I think, and and, and new uh, faucets, and and sure enough, it's like. This no cold water thing is a plumbing issue. We we got to get a plumber for that. So, mm-hmm. I was really surprised they scheduled it for tomorrow. Like that's that seems very. This quick. is moving at a pace that I'm not aware of for these people. <laughs> it's like you incubate for five years and then things get done in two days. It's like okay. So what else should we work on? I know. Well, everything else is pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, no, it's excellent. It just, it's amazing how just some small little changes can kind of brighten your bathroom and make you feel better about things. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like a new place. It's cool. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So besides working from home and, uh, bathroom renos, 
what have you been up to? I want to hear your new gaming adventures. Oh, okay. I was going to say also the band. Huge. <gasps> yes. Huge news there. Um, we had our our largest stream, popular stream of all time. It was fun. Like you can see stats in uh, Twitch, which is the streaming platform that mm-hmm. our band uses. And we were checking the stats on it, and it said our viewership went up by 2,775%. Our subscribers went up by 2,000%. Mm-hmm. Our followers went up by, like, what was it? Like, a thousand percent or something. So, like, everything is like, you never mm-hmm. see those kind of stats. Like, that is a growth. <laughs> and, you know, we've been very content with... It was kind of funny. We started um, Thursday off specifically addressing at first... What is it that, why do we not have as many viewers as other people? Right. And we usually start the stream that way. I even talked about maybe we need to like change the background. Maybe it's too busy with all these books and things behind us. Hmm. And then uh, Steph is like, you know what? Oh, he's got a nickname now. We got nicknames too. It's great. Really? Yeah. It's Shades in Space. Shades Check it out sometime. Fieldprocessor.com. Um, yeah, we've got our own little aliases now. Hmm. So space is like, <laughs> let's not do this anymore. Let's. Who cares? We've got a core group of people who check mm-hmm. us out every week. Yep. And yeah, it's cool that other streamers, you know, they'll have like 60 people show up. But they just pop in. They pop out. They might not be too into it. Like, it is a gift that we have people who are really passionate about what they are. And if we only have 10 people who continually show up, at least those are the kind of people you want, as opposed to being so big that uh, all you have are people uh, messing with you. Because you can have that too, where you get so popular that you have uh, people come in and and just uh, like taunt you and screw with you. Or Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. that's the nature of human beings, right? They're horrible. Right. Okay. Uh, or even just... Song requests, song requests, like play, play Britney Spears already, like whatever, right? right? Yeah. Um, which is what all the popular streamers do. They're they're cover bands, so there's that too, right? So we don't want to change what we're doing, and then we just were like, you know what? Yeah, we do what we do. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, fast forward twenty minutes in, and suddenly we have three hundred people in our stream. It's like, like where where did they even come from? Um, they just appeared, or did you um, someone raid or something? I think someone raided. Okay. And then after someone raided, people saw us at the top of the list as the most viewed channel of that uh, day, and more people just kept coming in because um, the raid was not all three hundred, mm-hmm. but it did peak at about three hundred. So wild! Like that was a huge change, and yeah, the chat stream was just exploding, like. Uh, we usually have it overlaid on our video screen so we can see what, what people are saying and what we can do if we're doing a good job. Or sometimes I take some of the stuff they're chatting about and put them into a song. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there came a point where I was just like, I'm sorry, guys, I can't keep up with the chat. There's just too much going on here. Mm-hmm. So thank you all the follows. Like we were getting follows every two seconds. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't. I missed some of them from 10 minutes ago. Thank you. You're all appreciated. <laughs> but yeah, it was just like, it was hard to keep up. But uh, it was a, a good show. Um, uh, the people that came in and were chatting at the beginning were at the end and chatting. And they they joined us in our after-party Discord, little thing we have now, where uh, yeah, where we can talk with them some more. It's It's great. 
so that was a, that was a huge night. Um, <laughs> Space likes to remind me. Don't be surprised if we go down two thousand seven hundred seventy five percent next week, right? Like, let's yeah. not get too accustomed to this. Mm-hmm. But certainly, we were we were very excited. Um, we got exposure to a bunch of new people. I always love when people see us and they go, "How have I not heard of these people before? They're amazing!" And mm-hmm. that's that's the best uh, compliment you can get because it's sure. like we get to be that uh, best kept secret kind of thing. So it's like. We're good. It's just not everyone knows you're good. And, and I'm cool with that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. That's actually kind of my mantra. Yes. That's what, that's what I'm all about, actually. I want people to know I'm good, mm-hmm. but I don't flaunt it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that was huge. That was very cool. That is very cool. Very exciting. I invite uh, anyone who is at least slightly curious, uh, go to fieldprocessor.com if you get to uh, Twitch through one of our links there on that page, you can watch archived footage and you can see that Mm -hmm. that 300-person stream. It was very good, very rocking, very cool. Um, And it's funny, like, none of the pieces made sense. Like, usually we spend time thinking about what should we name the stream, like, to capture people's interests or what kind of clever tweet can we put on Twitter and maybe we'll get someone to check us out from there. And we did, I was not clever at all. It was like 9.59. We had to start in a minute. And I was like, we're naming this dude. Where's my stream? And we hit record and uh, people showed up. I don't know if that's catchy. Maybe that's the secret. Mm. (laughs) Dude. Oh, catchy things. Yeah. It was fun. Cool. Want to talk about your gaming experience, too? You just want me to talk the whole time. Well, I don't really have any other stories. Like, I go to work, I play frisbee, I play hockey. Why don't you talk about uh, how we hosted your family in our little apartment? Mm, we can do that. That's actually a funny story, because when I was explaining to my dad that we were having our landlords come by, he said, what, you have no cold water in your bathroom sink? Yeah. <laughs> So they don't notice. Uh, no, yeah, my, my brother and my mom have birthdays in April. So I thought I would host a little joint party so that my mom didn't have to host her own party, Very which good. she has done for years. Um, yeah. And, you know, 12 people in our one-bedroom apartment. I think we do quite well. I think we have an air of this is going to be kind of low-key, relaxed gathering, mm-hmm. and everyone rolls with it. It's the same with our wedding. It's the mm-hmm. same, that same mantra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had, we don't have, obviously we don't have 12 chairs. So we had some people bring some folding chairs along and then mm-hmm. we sat along the couches and at the table. And I think that worked well. And you made a delicious pasta dinner. So that yeah. worked well. Someone brought a salad. Um, Mom made chocolate cake, did a little gift exchange. Uh, gift exchange was fun because, uh, my brother just recently moved into a condo and had a few things on his birthday wish list that were kind of house things. And one of them was a toaster. So I thought that, well, that's pretty easy to pick up. I'll pick him up a toaster. Um, also very easy to wrap. It's a rectangular box. Um, so plopped it down. It's this very plain looking rectangular box. And someone goes, Oh, I wonder what that is. And my friend's dad, who was there, says, maybe it's a toaster. <laughs> and I give this look like, what? He just How guessed my present. 
<laughs> and my brother's like, it totally is a toaster because it's on my list. And she knows that. <laughs> yeah. So before even unwrapping. He knew it was a toaster. It was revealed. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. Um, yeah. So did that. Someone helped clean up dishes, which is always appreciated. And yeah. was totally cool with my weird soap nut liquid stuff that I use because I don't actually use dish soap. What I do is I boil these soap nuts that you can buy from the bulk barn in bulk and they have a lot of what's called surfactants like naturally in them. And these are actually what is found in dish soap. Basically, it's something that can mix in with grease and fat and that's how you clean things. That's Mm. how soap works is, well, if you remember Fight Club, He makes Mm. soap using human fat. So always need a little bit of human fat in your soap or some kind of something surfactant that can mix with oil. Um, So that's what these soap nuts have. So if you boil them, you can actually kind of um, extract some of that. And then I just freeze them in the ice cube tray. And then I just use a couple of those to wash dishes. And we had a big load of dishes. So we washed a bunch and drained the water and washed it again. And... I don't know. My friend's dad is very cool about it. I feel like he's not a very judgmental person. No, he's the best person for that. So, you know, you kind of explain like, well, this is what I use and this is how you use it. And he's like, okay, okay yeah, that's, let's that's, do some dishes. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Like there's no complicated step that I need to do. Perfect. This is even easier. Um, so he was, he was great. And then uh, after dinner, we got everyone set up um, to play some drawful. Which we're oh, yeah. always looking for friends to come over and play some Joffle with us because and it's always a hit. Yeah, and it yeah you need to have you need to have more than two people. Um, I would say the more the merrier. Like a group of five to six is yeah. excellent. No, this was cool because we had mm-hmm. um, how many people did we have playing with us this time? It was a, it was a lot more than usual because it was the two parents uh-huh. and my brother and, and my friend and the two of us. That five. Uh, I think that was like six, six, one, two, three, four. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. And it's very easy to pick up what's going on and you can play around fairly quickly. And then I feel like people catch on pretty well and then play the next round. Yeah. You can drop in and drop out too. Mm-hmm. Which is great too. Yeah. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And even those not actually physically participating with a smartphone or tablet are laughing and watching. Mm-hmm. Yes. And are trying to figure out what on earth did they have to draw? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Good party game. And yeah, I think everyone enjoyed themselves. We had tons of leftover, more like leftover like appetizers and snack yeah, yeah. food that we were, I don't, I think we still are going through the last box of crackers. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, lots of leftovers. It was just really nice. It was. Two things. Mm-hmm. One, we should probably give some credit to the guests too like it was a huge accomplishment to host well it was going to be 13 people but Mm -hmm. i guess it was 12 in the end uh in our little apartment but at the same time you you did bring up a good point they're very easygoing people and Mm -hmm. uh for the most part it didn't it it didn't seem like anything of a big deal right Mm -hmm. it's fine Mm -hmm. like the only comment that kind (laughs) of irritated me was at the very beginning i had made cinnamon buns Mm -hmm. earlier in the day Mm mm-hmm which is a smart tactic I read somewhere. If you're inviting people over to your house, mm-hmm. you make cinnamon buns earlier in the day so your place smells awesome. Mm. I don't know if you noticed that, but everyone coming in is like, oh, it smells so good in here. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but then it's like, so one of them was like, so we're having dessert first. I'm confused. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you go shut up and sit in the corner. I'm making dinner. <laughs> Number two, I made dinner for your family. Mm-hmm. And that is super cool to me. Yeah. Uh, with me too. all of these, like, uh, you know, men not maybe stepping up in a lot of stories we've heard from other families and stuff where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, he makes dinner once a year. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's nice for me to have an opportunity to prove to your family that uh, I'm a good husband, you know, just mm-hmm. those little opportunities mm-hmm. that I'm not just uh, some guy who sits around and plays video games all day and plays in a band, you know, like I have good qualities right. too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, those are my two things. So, you felt good about that? I did. I, and I think it went really, really well. Oh, it was delicious sauce. The, I think that was a oh, great yeah. sauce. But the party as a whole, like the entertainment, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the game, the, the dinner, all the food, conversation, all, all very good. Um, we were even able to uh, stream the Raptors game at one point. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Ooh, We should do a live update. We could do Ooh, a live reaction. Okay. Yeah, I'll explain how this worked. So my brother has a login for Rogers. So he was able to, from his phone, attach to the, ooh, close game, 30-34 Cavaliers up by four. Yeah. Um, so he was able to stream it right onto the TV. So we actually had a Raptors game going for our guests that wanted to watch that at while at the party, which well, was awesome. I wanted awesome. to watch it, too. That was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was great that we were able to uh, pull that off. Yeah, have that work. <clears throat> but yeah, it was a, it was a very successful evening. I do think we need to invest in a couple more chairs, just in general, just to make yes. it a little easier. For sure. Um, and yeah, maybe we'll buy a couple flip ones. Just I like hosting. I, I enjoyed it. Me too. And I, I enjoyed have, every time we do it. Yeah, and we got so many lovely. Uh, gifts from our wedding, like serving bowls and trays and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just really nice to be able to bring those out and, and use them. Yeah. Um, because when it's just the two of us, we just grab everything from the pot we cooked it in. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, yeah. So it's really nice to be able to do that. And yeah, I love hosting too. And I love just being able to kind of share some of the not burden, but share some of the hosting duties because um we're adults now yeah we're adults and christmas and thanksgiving always kind of rotates between one set of parents and the other set of parents and i mean we do help out when they are hosting but it is it can be quite a bit of work to host so yeah it's nice if we can actually help out by removing the location and making it somewhere else yeah yeah the only challenge I really think it is is uh, is the dishes, and so if your family comes over and they do the dishes when we host, then we can host anytime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're yeah. the perfect guest. Your yeah. friends do it too, and it's like mm-hmm. I love these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think I think we should wrap it up around here. I think we should wrap it up too because I, I feel like I feel like our next podcast is going to be about how disappointed we are in the Toronto <gasps> Raptors. Don't say that. <laughs> They're down three games. I know. It's tied right now. Even if they win this game, mm-hmm. they're down. They're they're at the end. At the end. Like it can be eliminated any time, any game from now on. Yes. Comebacks have happened. Comebacks have happened. They are tough. 
and this is great that I put it on a podcast, but I don't believe in them, unfortunately. I think we're going to lose again. So, you know, our next podcast can be about how disappointing that is and whatever, we can talk about that. And whatever other news stories we'll have at the time. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yes. I do want to get your review of the game you're currently playing, but we'll do that next time because I feel like it's going to be quite a long conversation. I'll just say it. 9.5 out of 10. God of War. Excellent. Okay. Done. Fantastic. Easy. Well, (laughs) that is that. It's tearing up the charts. It's great. (laughs) Now we could dive into that some more, actually. I do have thoughts about media. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that next week. We'll be back next week. Yeah. I promise this time. Yeah. So if you have any questions, comments, ideas, suggestions, or just want to chat with us, you can send us an email at ordinarydaypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And as I mentioned before, check out my band, Field Processor. We play a live every Thursday on Twitch, but you don't have to join us just on those live streams. Mm-hmm. There's lots of content to look at at fieldprocessor.com. Check it out. It's pretty cool. Wicked. So that is all for this evening. How do we end? So until <laughs> next time. <laughs> Take one more. For. The. Road. Road.